When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. With the first pick of the 2021 MLB Draft, the Pittsburgh Pirates select Henry Davis, a catcher from the University of Louisville. The Texas Rangers have the next pick. Henry Davis, rumored to be going as well. listening to Rum Buncher Radio. This is a breaking news edition of Rum Buncher Radio. Henry Davis is coming to Pittsburgh. We've been calling for it. We've been asking for it on social media, on our podcast here on our website. Pirates fans everywhere have been waiting to see the number one overall pick from that 2021 draft. Obviously, catcher has been kind of the, the position you circle in Pittsburgh that has been weighing this team down offensively. The defense is not been good either. Uh, Austin Hedges is going to get a chance to now mentor Davis. That is something I think we were excited for. Uh, but the catchers, I mean, excuse me, the Pirates going to carry three catchers now with the promotion of Davis. Delay stays in Pittsburgh along with Hedges. Going to be excited to see how all of this shakes out, gentlemen. But I think we're all just um, excited, overjoyed. I think relieved in a sense that they have finally made this move to call Davis to the big leagues. Um, guys, as we, we get it going here on this Sunday night, six-game losing streak. This has um, you know, been a difficult couple of games, couple of series for the Pirates on the field, but that jolt of positive energy that we all needed came uh, during the game, game number three there in Milwaukee. Henry Davis coming to the big leagues. Marty, Nick, what was your first take reaction to uh, this exciting news today? For me, like, I saw he was not in the starting lineup, and right away I kind of figured, all right, like, we're home tomorrow. Like, it just makes sense. So I kind of had a feeling when I started looking at um, tickets online. I purchased tickets for tomorrow's game, um, you know, nice and cheap before the announcement was made. So when the announcement was made, I was very happy. I figured, hey, cheap tickets, like worst case, I'm going to a pirate game tomorrow night. So, you know, best case, Henry Davis and potentially maybe a couple more additions, um, you know, coming tomorrow. So pretty excited. And I want to get to something you kind of teased there in a minute, Nick, about other additions that we may see before that game is started tomorrow night. But Marty, your your first take reaction when uh, when you heard the big news today. Yeah, just excited. You know, th- this is a move that feels like it's long overdue. This is a move that feels like should have been done a few weeks ago. Get Henry Davis to the majors. Um, you, you know, you, you talk about catcher. 
low key right field has not been good for this team this year offensively either. And since the Pirates um, are, I mean, Derek Shelton has already said they are they are not optioning Jason Delay to make room for Henry Davis. So you know you're you're going to carry three catchers here. So I would assume you're going to see a lot of Davis in right field, which I think will help. But I mean, you just want to get his bat in the lineup. It's an exciting time. The guy was drafted number one overall less than two years ago. His bat is the main reason he was drafted number one overall. You know, the the Pirates saw a guy they thought could rise to the minor league system quickly with a plus bat, especially his power. So just excited to see what he can do. Um, I personally would like to see him catching every day with Jason DeLay being the odd man out. I mean, since May 1st, Jason DeLay is 8 for 41 with no extra base hits and a 43% strikeout rate. So uh, it's not like he's really giving you anything at this point. But, um, yeah, I'm assuming we're going to see Davis in the lineup between right field designated hitter and, and catcher pretty much every day. But, uh, yeah, just, just really excited to see what Davis can do. To me, that was made pretty clear, the whole right field thing. They started doing that a little over a month ago when he was still in double A. Um and at that point, we all thought maybe, hey, maybe he is coming straight up uh, from double A to the majors. But instead, they opted to send triple A. Maybe they wanted to see how that tandem rotation would work between him and Endy. Maybe that was something they wanted to kind of see how that would play out from game to game. Um, I think it went really well. <laughs> so and Endy's uh, very hot right now, too. So it's going to be interesting, like you said, how much time Davis gets behind the plate especially considering that their next top bat prospect is another person who can play behind the plate. So you got to figure, like you said, Jason delay, his days are probably numbered at this point. Um, Austin hedges with, with the money that he is earning, he will not be moved on from unless a team calls, which, you know, behind the dish, you never know. Uh, There's so many injuries, you know, teams very much just as much as the pirates, like, value at least just having a veteran catcher behind the plate who they can trust so you, you never know with that um but overall like marty said i expect probably to see davis's debut happening in right field and you know one thing out of hedges i have no issue whatsoever with the pirates carrying three catchers if those three catchers are Henry Davis, Andy Rodriguez, and Austin right. Hedges, because I think I think Andy and Henry both have a lot they can learn from Austin Hedges, the ins and outs of calling a game, pitch framing, handling your pitching staff, 100%. when to do a mound visit, when not to do a mound visit. I, I know people, us included, make a lot of jokes about uh, Hedges and just you know, oh, he really knows when to go talk to his pitchers, but but that's a thing that that's a real thing. And I think those guys could learn a lot from from Austin Hedges on that front. So, like, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with Austin Hedges being around for the long term with them carrying three catchers because he can help mentor Henry Davis and Andy Rodriguez in a lot of ways. And just in general, from things Derek Shelton has said from other players, said it seems like Austin Hedges really is one of the leaders in this clubhouse. So you probably don't want to uh, don't want to move on from that any sooner than you need to. And, you know, Trey, you laugh about the trade thing, but, you know, this team did trade Michael Perez last year, who might be the only catcher that I've seen worse. <laughs> I mean, if they can if they can pull it off, 
by all means, yes. Um, you know, and it kind of makes you think, like, what if they had been able to figure it out this offseason with Roberto Perez, you know, with an, an upgrade uh, over Hedges? Um, but I think you take what you can get here. You obviously have a veteran that's going to teach these guys. And if nothing else, I think it was so frustrating because we know that uh, that's really all that he can contribute at this point. He got his first home run since our last recording, so shout out Austin Hedges. But um, this is where I think uh, we get the value here. And hey, you know, maybe there's a deal in there for Hedges at some point down the road. And then a slot is, uh, is available for Indy Rodriguez. And, um, you know, I think any way you draw it, uh, we will see Indy at some point this season. Personally, I thought we were going to see him first before Davis. Um, but Henry Davis is the call up here. Kind of mentioned it. There was a chance he was going to get the call up right from Double A Altoona to Pittsburgh. Just ten games in uh, in Indianapolis. Um, what was the the thought process here, guys? I mean, do you think this was always the plan? Tested out with Indy Rodriguez uh, and the Henry Davis combo in Indianapolis, or um, you know, do you think that that sending him to Triple A was uh, kind of a temporary plan? See how the team performs, and now they're making this move is almost a reaction to what is now a six-game losing streak, and um, you know, a, a team in need of some kind of spark. You know, I saw earlier today on Twitter Dan Zangrilli, who does a tremendous job with the pre and post game shows, nine three seven, the fan tweeting that in his mind he likes to picture Ben Charrington watching Jason DeLay striking out looking with the bases loaded today, which made pirate catchers over three this series with the bases loaded, which includes two Jason DeLay strikeouts. Um, and that leading to Charrington just firing off like a rage text, like, all right, it's time for Henry. Um, you know, it's, it's not what anybody wants to hear, but it's the truth. The reason Henry Davis is coming up is at this point they know they're in the clear of Super 2. Um, it gives him the opportunity to debut at home. As much as all of that is going to drive fans crazy, it's the truth. Um, I I personally would have had Henry Davis up two or three weeks ago. Um, I'm also not going to be concerned about saving a few million dollars down the road in a year where you might not be contending, but yeah, that ultimately that's what it is. They know at this point they're in a clear of super two. This allows Henry Davis to debut at home. Excuse me. Both those things are important to the pirates and that's, that's how we get to where we're at here. Yeah. I mean, you know, and when you take a step back and this isn't the NFL schedule, this is 162 games and, teams and their pirates are not the only team that that will hold off calling someone up until they're at home so we look at it under a microscope because we're here and we're anxious and irritated but you know a lot of teams do that kind of stuff because what's one or two more games um you know in the eyes of the big picture for them so you know, it's definitely been long overdue. I thought it was interesting you brought up how you thought Andy would be here first. For me, I, I really believed that Davis was going to be coming up from double A. You know, I thought it was kind of like, a, hey, Davis, you were going to be in triple A, but you're not because Andy's there. So this is your this is your last stop is what I assume. So it wasn't the case. Um, I think it maybe sh- paints a picture of who they – believe will be more of their everyday catcher. And I think that means Andy, 
um, because they're going to continue to allow him to get time behind the plate at AAA. Um, While Davis is probably, like we've said, is going to be finding more time in right field and DH than uh, behind the plate at this point. So I think it is suggestive of that, of that Andy might be more of the, you know, the catcher of the future at this point. Yeah, you know, I think that's a real possibility also. And I think part of that is I wonder if the Pirates look at it and believe in their minds Henry Davis is more capable of projecting to other positions than Andy Rodriguez. And I think part of that could be the bat. Um, you know, Andy was always kind of the better pure hitter of the two. Well, Davis was the guy you looked at with a lot more power potential. So you kind of look at the power potential guy and say, you know, we can stick him in right field. We can stick him at first base, whatever it is. We know he's going to go out there and mash 25, 30 home runs a year for us. And we're not going to worry as much about the defense. So I, I think that might be a factor also, but I agree. I think in their minds, they view Andy Rodriguez as that long-term answer catcher more than Henry Davis. And I think that's a big reason why Henry Davis is going to be making his major league debut tomorrow or, you know, today, depending on when you listen to this. But uh, yeah, I, I do think that that's definitely a thing here where, They've made their decision moving forward that Andy Rodriguez is your catcher of the long term. Let's find where Henry Davis plays in this lineup because we know his bat's going to play. We've drafted him number one overall for a reason, and it's time to kind of get that figured out. Yeah. Now, if you look back to that 2021 draft, too, it's, um, you know, you, you looked at some of that as the selling point on why you take this guy 1 1. Obviously, monetarily, you know, they had a, a very strategic plan with what they wanted to do, but they knew this is a guy that's, um, you know, a, a powerful college bat, a guy that they can move quickly, um, you know, a guy that is athletic, that can play multiple positions. Um, and, I, you know, I thought this was interesting. Josh Roundtree of uh, KDKA, 93.7 The Fan, um, tweeted this, just 421 minor league at bats. That's the fewest at-bats of any number one overall pick uh, to reach the majors since Bob Horner in 1978. Um, you know, he was moved quickly, in a sense, here in just 10 games in AAA. And you know, we've talked about the positions. Could see him in right field to start uh, in his debut here. You know, maybe he's a DH, maybe even first base. Um, and, and we're going to see a lot of catching here as well as, as he gets into his major league career. But where do we see him slide into this lineup to start? So I just kind of want to comment on that uh, real yeah. quick too. Like, while it's been a very limited amount of bats, the the time in the organization has been there. Uh, you know, he's missed some time because of injury, and you know, those are bats that he lost. And sure, um, you might want those at bats, but when you're talking about pick at one one, um, you're not as concerned about that, especially when he's coming out of college and a, a good baseball college as well. So it's not like, you know, this is a um, Andrew McCutcheon, you know, coming out of high school, want to make sure that he gets X amount of bats. It's, it's, Hey, like when this guy's ready, he's ready and we're calling him up. Like he's, we're drafting him one, one out of college, literally because we believe that he is, as close to big league ready as possible. And, you know, him just working through the minors last years was more about which Jason Mackey has said before. And we've talked about was him learning how to play professional baseball behind the dish. Um, his bats ready. I mean, his numbers in the minor leagues are ridiculous. He's his ISO is almost 
300 at every level that he has spent significant time at. So I am not concerned about the number of bats. Man, does that just scream Neil Huntington talk to me? He used to always talk about that, the innings and the the bats that they would want their prospects to get. Like, that freaking matters. Like, you know, Mike Leake never pitched at a single inning in the minor leagues, and he ended up having a pretty successful career. So let's let's relax and not try to find negatives about the guy before he even steps into the park. Josh Roundtree, come on. <laughs> it is uh it is impressive what he's been able to do and the reason and that he, he got... literally find like a negative like you know what i mean like hey everybody stop being excited he doesn't have enough at bats to be good in the majors that's what that's saying like come on yeah uh but you know this promotion um coming after a start that was 284 average so far seven doubles uh a triple 10 homers 27 runs batted in in double A um, and 41 games there too. And, uh, you know, just success from the jump, um, you know, this season through spring and, and battling injury, like you said, Nick. Uh, but as far as, as where you guys see him in the lineup, where are we slotting Davis? Well, if it was up to me, he'd be in triple A for at least 50 more at bats because that would make a huge difference just to see that. Di- I'm sorry, I got to stop. It's just, <laughs> I just know that this is such typical, like, outside Pittsburgh media people who don't like traditionally talk about the Pirates. Like, Josh Roundtree, he's been in Pittsburgh media for a while. He's a fine guy, but like, come on. Like, why are you bringing that up? Why do we always have to find negative stuff? I'm sorry. Anyhow, I would bat him towards the top. I mean, why not get him up there? Uh, let him get his bat out of the way right away. Um, you know, I think looking at the lineup, you know, I, why not slot him in at number four, number five, if you have Santana in the lineup and um, yeah, go with it. Yeah, I'm with you. Put him towards the top of this lineup. Let's see what he can do. I wouldn't even hate I was kind of going through my head a potential lineup with him in, and I don't even hate the idea of 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 of, yeah. I don't hate the idea of him hitting third, even you know. I think there's an argument to be made for that. So, yeah, I'm with you. The the minor league stuff is so overrated. You mentioned Mike Leake. I mean, I don't know what do people want. Do people want? Does Henry Davis need to go and steal a bunch of T-shirts from Macy's to prove he's ready for the majors? I, I don't know, but um, I know that's a deep cut, but everyone out there listening, if you get it, you get it. But uh, I, yeah, I, I'm with you. The, the minor league stuff was so overrated. You draft a college bat one, one for a reason. The reason you draft them is from the rise of the major or through the minor leagues quickly to the majors. That's what we've seen with Davis and yeah, put him towards the top of this lineup. Let's see what he can do. By all accounts, one of the best things about Henry Davis as a baseball player is how competitive he is and his desire to win. And that's something that I think you could see translate very quickly. So, yeah, get him towards the top of this lineup. I don't even hate Davis as your three-hitter right now because outside of Andrew McCutcheon and Brian Reynolds, this lineup is pretty damn terrible. So, uh, yeah, let's let's just get him in there and see what he can do. My fear is, like, Derek Shelton. Then he – Back Cruz like seventh his first game or something and it was like, yeah, it, it, you know that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna bat like I can already 
mine. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Nightmare scenarios already. Henry Davis batting eighth with whatever slum is catching batting ninth. So pitchers don't have to throw Davis shit. And he doesn't see anything at all to hit. And is then forced either either lay off it and draw a bunch of walks or just swing a crap. And I can already see it coming. That's probably what's going to happen. That's not what I would do, but I've already prepped myself that that's probably what's going to happen. And you know what a big problem is with walks is they don't count as a bats. And so if he's not getting the proper amount of bats, how do we measure the guy, right? Well, you can't. You can't. I mean, if they don't have at least 700 minor league bats, how can you possibly say they're ready for the majors yet? I mean, I, I don't know how the, how the Cincinnati Reds are doing it with all these guys. Yeah, like Matt Clay was drafted five picks after Davis. Who, who, who was who – was, uh, oh, uh, shit, Emmett, whatever, who pitched for the Dodgers on Friday night and threw a no-hitter. Oh, yeah, the double A. Yeah. yeah. He, he, had, he had no time with AAA and only 40 innings of double A. I don't – based off the Pirate rationale, I don't understand how he had any success whatsoever. What the Pirates have taught me tells me that he should have came out and given up 13 runs and one-third of an inning pitched. Like, so that's the – what I mean, like that's the Neil Huntington way of thinking that was here for way too long. Like it was the idea of like this regiment system and they had to hit this. And like literally the, the media, uh, you know, thinks it's still going on and, and it's not necessarily, we know why he's been down. Like the, he's been down, not because he's not ready. He's been down because of super two. So, and some people don't like hearing that for some reason when like, because they feel like, Oh, that's making an excuse for them. Well, we, we can sit here and say whatever it is. Like there's been two GMs now here that have been very concerned about super two status. And again, go to other smaller market teams, especially like ones who like the reds. Yeah. There's a reason the reds just started calling these guys up now. Also like, you know, they didn't call them up at the beginning of the year either. They knew they weren't going to be in it. It was different for us because we were kind of in it. And we were like, hey, like, let's go, you know. But, like, here we are. And this was what we any of us would have predicted for when he was coming up anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's exciting. Unfortunate that it couldn't have been sooner. Um, you know, I think we all would have liked it to have been sooner. Uh, but it's exciting that it is happening now. Um, other guys that we expect to see here soon. At this point, um, you know, why not try Priester? Why not get Indy up sooner? Um, why not try Priester? Check out his... Uh, yeah, I, I use the lottery to not try Priester. Not great today. But I know what you're saying. Not been great, but, you know, I think... The rest of this season, um, you have an opportunity to to get these guys innings at least, and you know get them a taste. I think that's what's important. But who do you guys see? Uh, who, who else would you like to see here in the next few weeks? So it's interesting because we saw who was it, Mari? Was it Mackey that tweeted that there was like 
multiple lockers without names on them essentially there's like three mm-hmm. of them right so that suggests that there's going to be at least two other roster moves outside the davis one davis will be a multi move because he'll have to be added to the 40-man roster which i believe they have space for him i'm yeah, not 100 percent sure but last i saw they, yeah i think they they've been under 40 man for a couple weeks now so they'll be able to add him without dfaing anyone um I'm not really sure option-wise who has options left, but you know I'm assuming Matthias is going to be one of those people that it's going to be sent out. I would out. assume either him or um, Palacios. I'm assuming maybe, yeah, Palacios as well. Uh, I think we could see Palacios be moved out. Um, you know, I just looking through the minor leagues and the way they've operated, like one guy we haven't seen come up yet this year, um, who might be a you know a nice compliment to Henry Davis um, potentially in right field is Cal Mitchell. Uh, he's been hitting the ball very very well at AAA all season. His OPS is up over 800. Um, you know, so he's someone that I think we've all kind of forgotten about um, just because like you know he came up last year and he didn't do what Sawinski did obviously. So, but he's just someone I could see uh, potentially coming up here another another guy who um you know i'd be interested to see um called up is this ryan velade um don't know about you know what he's doing necessarily down there in the minors i just know that this is someone that they chose to keep on the 40-man roster for you know all off season into the season now so he was someone who made his big league debut with Rockies um, previously. So, you know, he's another name that wouldn't surprise me if we saw him float up eventually just because, you know, just like why Mark Mark Mathias keeps showing back up (laughs) type of thing. (laughs) Marty, anybody uh, you're excited to see? I know my guy, Larry Peguero, has been – kind of going crazy here. Um, you know, anybody else uh, that, that you think would add something and uh, help this team compete now two games under 500? I mean, one guy I was really excited to see and we got to finally see him over the weekend was Carmen Majinski. Um, he pitched really well at AAA, gave up that solo home run on Friday, but other than that, you know, pitched, what, I think two and a third, three innings, something like that over the course of the weekend, the solo home runs all he gave up. Uh, what right. Majinski needs to do. Um, I forgot know, about Triolo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jared Triolo is a guy I that's, like a lot. That's I was thinking Velada. I don't know why. That's who I was really wanted to say was was him. I mean, you're not wrong on Ryan on on Ryan Velade either. Like the, the guy's only 24 years old. It was he's actually yeah, look his, his slash line's respectable down there. Yeah. He's hitting 279. Uh, on base is almost 400, but his slug's a little low, but he also plays infield and outfield. So he, he's a former top 50 overall pick. He's still only 24 years old. There, there, there's reason to think he could be something decent. Um, I know a lot of people are going to go Nick Gonzalez here. I'm not as high on Gonzalez. He strikes out a lot. If, if you watch video of Gonzalez, his swing does not look like something that would translate well to the majors. Um, but, yeah, I'm just excited to see what Henry Davis can do. I'm excited to continue to see what Carmen Majinski can do now that he's in the majors. 
Um, One thing with the Pirates, I know I've touched on this on the website on here. Well, one of the major issues is they don't have a lot in the upper minors. They really don't. I mean, you look between AAA and AA, your two most intriguing prospects at this point with Davis and the majors are probably Jared Jones and Anthony Salamedo, neither of which are even close to the major league level yet. Um, a lot of the intrigue is in the lower minors, which kind of makes things tricky in a situation like this. But yeah, to me, I'm, I'm just really excited to see what Davis can do and to see what Carmen Majinski can continue to do now that he's in the major leagues. Yeah, and you, you hope you see guys start to move a little bit quicker. I mean, this is, um, you know, this is kind of the state of the franchise. It's interesting to, to think about where everything is at because Davis, obviously the centerpiece at 1-1 of that 21 draft. Um, you know, one of these guys that I think when he got to the big leagues, we were all picturing this team, you know, being in first place in the division and competing and, you know, having a chance. Once we started to see Cruz and Davis and, you know, Quinn Priester and Nick Gonzalez. And uh, I'm with you too, Marty. I think Gonzalez has kind of been maybe the um, the biggest disappointment so far out of these Ben Sherrington drafts. Um, but, you know, still potential there. And I think still potential for a lot of these guys that we're going to get the chance to see this season. But um, just an exciting day. Henry Davis going to be coming up to Pittsburgh to start uh, the series against Chicago here on Monday. Nick, what you got? The one thing about like Nick Gonzalez is he's not far off of Henry Davis in terms of bad injury luck. He's missed a lot of time because yeah. of injuries. And, you know, I agree with you, Marty, in the sense of his swing could use work. But I also know that he dropped his K rate like 6% in the last month or so. So maybe maybe there are adjustments finally coming through. Maybe he is making changes. You know, that's one of those things you just – you hope that when you take a guy at seven overall with the pedigree he has, you know, if, if he needs to make some adjustments, you, you would assume he can make those, but I a hundred percent get, you know, your worry with him. My only other thing with him is I don't think we see him. I mean, where, where is he going to play at this point? Um, there's not a position for him and he's better off at triple a continuing to hopefully refine his swing and, cut down the swing and miss but that's why i was kind of picking outside you know those utility type guys like triolo and um Velade potentially would be pitching wise we didn't really talk about any pitchers that might join um you know colin selby would be the the top kind of relief prospect that we would be uh, watching for um he is on the 40 man so they they could promote him as well could be one of those moves that would fly under the radar, not realizing, you know, you know, a relief pitcher, not in the bullpen type of thing anymore. So we'll see what happens, but it definitely sounds like we're going to be getting some, you know, a couple more moves here. How do you guys feel, uh, you know, after this series at this point in the season, now they're starting to make these moves. I mean, is this signal, I guess the spirit of them wanting to compete and continue to try to, you know, win this division or, um, you know, do you think promoting these guys is more of just continuing the rebuild and, and you know, letting dudes get at bats uh, in preparation for winning in the future here? I, I don't know. I just, I'm going to say the young guys. Cause like, I feel, I don't know, like 
Nick, you make a good point. Gonzalez was second base, for example. Like, is he an actual upgrade over Juan Bay and Rodolfo Castro? Probably not. But outside of him, I want to see what the young guys can do. This this is a team that has gone from the best start in the National League through April to being just an absolute disaster here in early June. Um, I think anybody who is being even the least bit realistic can look at this team without black and gold colored lenses and see where this season is going. So let's, I just, man, I don't know. Let's, let's see these young guys. Let's see what they can do. At the very least, they might give a little bit of a, you know, and a morale boost. A, a yeah, shot I, mean, I, know, I know this is a lazy comparison. And it's not the same. But you look at the Cincinnati Reds, who looked dead. They called a bunch of top prospects. Get a big shot in the arm. And, like, right now, if I had to pick a team to win the National League Central, I'd probably pick the Cincinnati Reds. Like, it can be done. The morale boost thing is real when you put on that show that you are trying, you are making an effort to try and win. But, of course, no move was the right move. Well, and, Nick, you know, my follow-up there uh, would just be, do you think that Henry Davis has gotten enough at-bats to uh, compete here on the major? But does he really? Did he have enough at-bats at AAA? I don't know. Probably <laughs> not. Well, and how much do you think that that even mattered? I mean, I, I think I still would have preferred to just see him get called straight up from Altoona. Um, I think it was good to, to experiment with Andy and, you know, get to see them kind of rotate positions there. But uh, at this point, um, you know, you guys both said it. He's ready. They, I think he's been ready since spring training. And to kind of loop back on Nick Gonzalez, we've seen him. Um, you know, he had a huge spring as well there. And it's just been such a roller coaster ride. I think you hope to see him at some point. I think you hope to see, um, you know, a few more of these guys soon to go along with Davis here. But Henry Davis coming up for uh, for Monday, Cubs Pirates, um, hoping to turn this thing around here. It's been a weird month of June. This team still right there, not two games under 500, but a uh, six-game losing streak. As we begin to wrap it up here, gentlemen, um, you know, I guess what's, what's the one thing you're most excited for in this Henry Davis debut? And, um, you know, what else are you guys looking at as we begin this series with the Cubs the first time Chicago's coming to Pittsburgh this season? Yeah, I mean, for this series, I'm just looking forward to watching Henry Davis. I'm not going to lie. Um, at this point, there's not a lot to be excited about about this Pirates club. They look like a team that is just utter free fall right now. Um, their pitching stinks. They can't hit with runners in scoring position. Their defense stinks. But, uh, yeah, look, looking forward to see what Henry Davis can do. I'm excited to see what, what the crowd looks like. Honestly, um, you know, been seeing a lot of videos lately of Garrett Cole when he made his debut because uh, it was just the anniversary. Um, you know, the place was packed. It was electric. Obviously, this team doesn't have, um, you know, the, the same expectations, but, you know, they're not far off of that. And, you know, I just really hope that even though the Pirates are struggling right now, that this city who has shown out a lot this year, uh, continues to support them and understands the the significance of, of Henry Davis and what you know he could mean and provide to this team. 
you know, he was he was the first overall pick in the draft. Like that, there's only one of those every year, right? Like, you know, it's he he's expected to be, you know, a franchise player. It's as simple as that. And you know, so excited to see um, him take the field. Excited to see the crowd's reaction, and hopefully, uh, you know, he he plays a part in getting this thing turned around. You know, he is a, a once-in-a-year kind of player, obviously, a 1-1 there. But I think he, he's going to be such a pivotal player right now during a really pivotal time in the season. And, um, you know, Marty, you said it. It's been bad defense. It's been bad pitching. The offense has not been clicking. But they entered the weekend in first place. And, you know, there's still uh, a lot of baseball to be played in a poor division. Maybe Henry Davis is, um, you know, that swing player to, to put a shot in the arm like we've seen in Cincinnati over the last couple of weeks. Um, as we wrap it up, gentlemen, your final thoughts, anything else uh, you guys are excited about coming out on the website this week and, um, you know, anything else uh, you guys want to share as we begin to wrap it up here? I'm excited to see Henry Davis's first mash into the the notch out there in left center field. I want to see what, you know, we've heard that he is deceptively fast. So I'm interested to see, you know, if he can, if he can leg that into a triple uh, or not. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, I'm excited to see Henry Davis. I'm excited to continue to watch Carmen Majinski pitch. Um, to me, at this point, it's a lot about the future of this club. And just, yeah, excited to watch these young guys, see what they can do. And, uh, yeah, it should, should be fun this week, if nothing else, against the Cubs to see Henry Davis in the lineup and see what we can get out of him. It is an exciting time, and, uh, you know, it's a good point, Nick. I mean, I feel like it's kind of been underrated how much uh, you can get out of Henry Davis here. The tools he brings a lot of power, but uh, the speed is something I think not a lot of people are talking about. And that's going to be uh, – Yeah, and the arm. And just the athleticism. I mean, this is a guy that um, I think you kind of had to justify when that pick was first announced before we kind of saw the, the strategy that was unfolding, but uh, – I think when you first watch that tape, it's like, man, look at um, you know, look at the athleticism here and and what this guy can provide. Um, hopefully, uh, we get to see the arm even with an outfield start tomorrow night. But uh, just an exciting day. Excited to to get it going. We're gonna have you guys covered, recapping everything going on with Henry Davis's debut. Um, you know, and and the next few games here to come against Chicago as he gets his major league career underway. Follow us on Twitter at Rumunter. You can find all the updates there. Check us out at Rumunter.com as well. Articles on all this stuff, on um, you know, on everything else that is going on in the world of Pirates baseball right now. But for Marty Leap and Nick Caparoso, I want to thank you guys for joining us for this emergency episode of Rumunter Radio, because Henry Davis is coming to the big leagues. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you next time. Let's go Bucks. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.